Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Though today Mm. isn't necessarily from a Reformed Baptist perspective. Much of our perspectives are just our own. If we're dealing with doctrine and whatnot, it's usually from a Reformed Baptist perspective. Mm. But today we're just talking about stuff. So you know, don't uh, don't get uh, don't get your boxers all in a bunch if uh, if you don't like what we have to say. But aren't we going to be talking about like dealing with kids? Yeah, that's biblical. Yeah, but it's not like the, what we're going to say is necessarily a Reformed Baptist perspective. It's really right. just it's really just yeah, you know what fair our perspective fair. So, hey, guess what? You know, we just recorded an episode, and right at the beginning, mm-hmm. my wife texted me, and that's happening again. Man, she's on fire today. I know, man. She's texting me all kinds. You remember, what was my wife's most common text for the last two years? Silence. Or okay. Okay. That was it. Okay. That was, at that one was, point, it was just K. Yeah, just K. And then just, oh, like, oh it's like the dots where it looks like they're going to text, and then and it then stops. nothing. Yeah, that's, that was it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's annoying like come on man what are we doing come on uh and then it's like like you send something and it, it you know you it it really then begs thoughtful response back and you got dots for like 20 minutes yeah and then it, okay yeah and it, well then you're like what were they gonna say what yeah. are they working what, on? what, 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 what they did were, they delete they were articulating something and then they backed it out and just went okay okay were they mad i think they were mad i, I always assume it is. i would they have every right to be yeah you know yeah you know what i did all kinds of things, <laughs> you know, all kinds of things. And that's yeah. what I, I deserved a missive and I didn't get it. All right. So, um, you went away, went away for you a s- night. You skipped church. Okay. I didn't skip you church. Sk- you, I'm sorry. Were I you there missed, on Sunday? I missed church. You intentionally there's, skipped church. There's a difference. No, there's a yeah. skipping Look, is like, you could have gone, but you didn't. That's skipping. No, 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 no it's not. What are you talking Sometimes about? Sometimes you skip school because you don't want to be there. Right. Sometimes you miss class. Because of circumstances. Okay, here's the thing. Different. My son, he's 18 now. Yeah. And, I, and he was like, hey, can you guys uh, call in and let me uh, tell them I got to leave early? And I'm like, why? And he's like, because I, I don't really have anything. Going, those last two classes aren't anything. You just call. I'm like, no, no, we're not going to do that. But if you want to skip, you can skip. I used to skip all the time. And he's like, well, if I skip, then I'll get detention. I'm like, yeah, I got detention all the time. What, yeah, what, it's your decision. What are you, baby? You can skip. And he's like, no, no. He's like, but wait a minute. I'm 18. I can call myself out. I'm like, did call yourself out, man. He's like, you don't want to call in for me? I'm like, no, I'm not going to make up an excuse. I'm not going to lie, man. Just, I, just, listen. When I when I was in school, I was a man. I just didn't go. Okay, that's what I, I just yeah, didn't show yeah, up. Such a man yeah, thing to do. That, well, okay. I was a dumb man. I did the dumb thing. Mm-hmm. So so he called himself and he called up. He called up the school. He's like, yeah, it's Elias. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to leave early. You know, 18 now. So you know, I gotta call. Did in. he say 18? I, I don't, that's how that I imagine it. That's how I imagine it. He's like, so I'm, you know, as an 18 year old adult, <laughs> I'm just calling to let you know I gotta leave early. But he didn't give a reason. Mm. So when he went up, he's like, yeah, I gotta get out of here. They're like, yeah, well, what's the reason you didn't leave one on the thing? And he's like, oh, uh, you know, it's the uh, your stuff. And they're like, nah. They got to have a reason. Oh, that's so Texas, Can you call and give me a reason? I'm like, no, you don't got a reason. He's like, say it's a family thing. It's not a family thing, bro. You just want to go to skip. Mm-hmm. Skip. Mm-hmm. Skip and take the penalty. Mm-hmm. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Go to some summer school every day of your life like I did. It's fine. It doesn't scar <laughs> I, you at all. I turned out well. I'm now a look pastor. At, look at me. I write books <laughs> that nobody reads. So, uh, yeah. So you skipped church and... Uh, uh, no, no, no. Okay. I missed I'm sorry. church. Why, why was that? Why did you miss church? Why couldn't you be back in time for church? Uh... 
I was providentially hindered. Well, how far away were you? You must be very far away. Three and a half hours. Oh, okay. Well, that's not that far. Yes, it is. Okay, three and a half hours? Three and a half hours. We have an 11 o'clock service, yep, Jimmy. Yep, yep. I was hoping o'clock. to make that one. Well, okay, but you could have made that one. No, no, no. I couldn't. Well, you could have. Because I had to take my niece. Okay. So I had to pick up my niece. Oh, back to the her... institute. No, oh, stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Pick her up. I had to grab her, <laughs> then take her uh, to her uncle's house. Okay. All right. Right? Okay. Where, where she was going to stay for a couple nights. All right. Fine. And he was late. Okay. Meeting at the drop-off point. Okay. And then I didn't get back in time. Okay, but you could have. That's fine. It's not a big deal. Providentially, Jesus either. knows the truth, Jimmy. Yeah, he does. Jesus knows he the truth. He does. He does. He mm-hmm. does. And so do I. How do you? I just told you the truth. No, no yeah, you're right. You do know the okay, truth. I just told okay. you. Okay. All I'm saying is I was there. Just saying I was there on time, early even. I would expect nothing less from the preaching. <laughs> it's my job. For the preaching pastor. <laughs> I love it. Well uh, done. Like, you, yeah, you want well, a cookie? It's your job, dude. You have to be there. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it when pastors scold everybody for, uh, I was like, bro, yeah, okay, but just keep in mind, like, it is your job. Like, it is, it is, you know, I know people, but come on. I've experienced it. Have you really? Oh, man, I have had pastors blast the congregation for not being as committed as him. Uh, yeah. That's the worst. First of all, self-righteousness, uh, not a good luck. Second of all, it's your job, bro. You're like you're supposed li- to be there. You're literally paid to be there. Yeah. So you you don't have a choice. You have to be there. I don't understand why you guys aren't studying the Bible ten hours a week for a sermon. Oh, where, where's your sermons? Where, where are your messages? Seriously, have you just... not checked the Greek? I had I had a pastor one time scold the church hardcore for fifteen minutes minimum minimum. I'm being conservative here. Fifteen minutes at a members meeting because they were messing with the thermostat. Stew. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And you know what? It was the first time I ever saw congregants mad. They were like, what the heck? I'm not 10. I'm not your kid. You don't talk to me that way. Wow. Like they were mad. Wow. Oh. Wow. 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 Woo. Woo. Yeah. You know, sometimes, mm. sometimes the, the, the best things that you learn are from bad examples. You're like, like, oh yeah. You know, like bad parenting. Like if yep. you, if you had a bad yep. parent or you had friends, you're like, I'm never going to do that. Yep. And then you see pastors that are like, you know, doing really bad things. And you're like, I'm not. Oh, no, no. I've had that. I've learned. I've learned great lessons from bad pastors. We'll make our own mistakes. Yep. But not those. Not those. Uh Oh, no, no. And then when I when I'm close to that, I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm so sorry. I repent to the congregation at a members meeting. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, what's funny, not funny. You know, what's great Mm. is that uh, it's especially true in the church generally. Uh, but it's even true, only it used to be true in America more. If you issue a legit apology, people accept it. Yeah. As a general, now today, not so much because of canceling and all that, but like in general, most, your average person, they will accept a sincere apology. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am really sorry, man. I screwed, no, no equivocation. Yep. Not like, no, I, no yeah, not, no, no reasons. Not, not if, you know, I, ah, yeah, I'm really sorry I did that. You really upset me, though, when yes, you did this. Don't do that. I'm sorry if anything I did might have potentially offended you in mm-hmm. some way because you're such a weak yeah, little I'm, baby. I'm, I'm really sorry you're upset. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you're The people don't respond to that. No. But when you go like, I screwed up. I am sorry. Will you forgive me? Man. Oh, people love that. The, and it's because it's real. And yep. it's like it, you're vulnerable. And people are like, yeah, man, especially the church. Because that's what we're called to do. Called to forgive each other. I like that. I forgive you, Joe. 
Well, there's a lot, so buckle up. You'll be forgiving <laughs> me for a long time. Long uh, time. I, I don't do anything halfway, Jimmy. No. Okay. Oh no, when you it, mess up, bro, it, you I, mess I, up. I, I you're gonna. My sins require a lot of ongoing forgiveness. Yeah. Is what? Uh, so you should expect a. You should expect more. Is what I'm saying. No, I, I have been. Mm-hmm. I've been preparing everybody for it. So we got this email. All right, we got an email. He got from. Like, I don't believe it's his real name. First of all, that's not a real name. That's a total fake name. That's a real name. That's a fake name. That's a fake name. Should I say? Can I Go say ahead. You can say it's fake. It's not his real name. Yeah, Vince Carlisle. Fake. Total fake. How is that fake? Okay, first of all, Vince Carlisle. Yeah. No, I ain't buy. It. And then he, he he whipped up this email address with his name, and I don't buy it. I no. No, I, I think he's. Uh, I think he's just trying to trap us in something. But we'll, we'll read it anyways. The subject is <laughs> explaining your smoking hobby to your kids. Mm, okay, here we go. Hey, gents. Whoa, wait, huh? <laughs> Who's he talking to? <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to check out this email. Like you guys, I enjoy smoking a good cigar, but mostly I smoke from my tobacco pipe. Girl, I have two young daughters. My oldest is five. My youngest is two. Sweet. Recently, my five-year-old saw my tobacco pipe and asked me what it was and what I'd do with it and I didn't really know how to answer the question for her to understand. My question is at what age do you explain to your kids what you are doing regarding smoking cigars, tobacco pipe, and why you enjoy smoking if they ask? I try not to smoke in front of the kids because consciously for me it's just weird. Any advice on this would be helpful. Thanks again and I appreciate the podcast very much and I'm looking forward to the next Doc and Devo. Vince, if that's your real name, uh, we love you, man. Thank you for listening. That's mm-hmm. so awesome. And thanks for sharing your question and your sort of personal dilemma. Like we all wind up in situations where sometimes we just need somebody else to chime in. And maybe it's not us. Maybe it's somebody else. But we'll give you our thoughts as well. Um, well I can tell you this. Mm. Uh, it's fair to say that our kids have seen us smoke. It's fair to say. From I've, the womb. They, it's fair to say I've said, go grab daddy's lighter. <laughs> my, I, it's fair to say that my five-year-old learned how to clean my pipes when Ooh. I was when I was smoking pipes because for a while I couldn't afford cigars because I was, didn't make any money and I couldn't afford cigars so I I, I just bought pipe tobacco and my kids um, would clean my pipes with me hmm. they would use Everclear alcohol on the yeah, pipe yeah, cleaner yeah, yeah. and they would they would do the whole thing I taught them how to do it um, and then, but once I got a raise. I threw away <laughs> I threw away the childish things and went back to okay, man yeah, stuff, yeah. cigars. Gotcha. That's what I, that's okay. What I did. Okay. Okay. But um all right, so clearly this is a guy, he's got two little girls, he loves his girls, mm-hmm. he wants to take care of them, doesn't mm-hmm. want to freak them out. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a he wants little, to be an example for them. Yep, yeah, that's right? a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be examples. He's a little uneasy about the whole smoking thing around the kids. Yeah. I got tons of thoughts. You got any thoughts? Yeah. Uh be transparent and honest. Yeah. I think when you start making these things taboo, mm-hmm. they become taboo. taboo. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So what word than that, right? Like yeah. the more you kind of hide it, then, then it feels like you're just not being, well, yeah, I mean, it is, you're not being honest with them yeah. and they're not, you're depriving them. I know I don't want to talk because, because I'm going to say some things I think we'll probably hit on later. Okay. All right. So I'm with you, Jimmy. Um, I'm big on just, being honest, yeah. Being transparent with your kids, especially about things that are good and lawful. If you're doing something that your conscience isn't clear with, then mm. you should not be doing that thing. Let's yeah. say, let's say that. If your conscience is clear with it and it's lawful and good, then there is nothing to hide. Yeah. We have. Um, 
uh, ostensibly a wall of alcohol at my house. Uh, you know, it's like it's all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I've been there. So it's like, you know, there's, I don't know, like 13 whiskeys. I don't know. I don't want to pay attention. But there's like a lot of different stuff. I, I didn't realize there was that yeah, much. Yeah, there's a lot. Jen, you know. Well, it's also different types for different drinks. Yes. And so it's not like before everyone starts, you know, coming at Joey. Don't care. This, it's not like Come at Jen. There, she buys it. You know, drinking every day. She's all drinking day. all the stuff, not me. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Why would no, you they say all serve different purposes. They make. Jen took a bartending class. Yes. So she knows how to make all these drinks. So she, we have a bunch of different kind of stuff. Um, but like, I, I've I, I've never wanted to hide the beer that, that we don't really drink beer, but hide the beer, hide the beer. I never wanted to hide that stuff from the kids. I always wanted it to be there, just kind of. it's, yeah. it's a normal thing that we do. My kids have never seen mom or dad drunk ever because we don't do that. Yep, that's not a thing. So. Um, they they see it there and uh it's me not, neither it's not a, it's not a thing to hide you know what i mean it's not it's not a it's nothing to be ashamed of and i i agree with you and we've seen this in american culture yeah, other cultures where drinking is more normative mm-hmm. and it's not just blackout drink drunk culture it's just like it's a wine is a normal yeah. part of Unless every it, meal yeah remember so when we talk about that we're not talking about the english no, but like Italy. Think, think of yeah. like it'd be Italy, they, France. They're, they're drinking wine. Like it's, it's like it's a normal thing, and so it's not. Uh, or even Canada, for crying out loud! Like I know a bunch of people up there. Like they, but yeah, no, everybody drinks beer and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like it's, it's a normal thing. Um, but once you make it taboo, once you make it like a naughty thing, well, guess what kids like. They like doing naughty things. I like naughty things too. Okay. So it's like there's a temptation <laughs> towards the naughty things. But if it's just a normal thing. You know, it's like it's, it's it's like what our kids need to see and what they can see. Like what like I've I've always articulated it this way. I think abstinence, if that's your policy, like we're not going to drink alcohol, fine. Don't give yourself points for it, by the way. I see a lot of self righteousness mm. among the people who abstain. Like, mm. hey, I've never had a drink. I know. Okay, so you get points for that because you've you've never been yeah, you've never been tempted to have a drink, you've never had a drink, like whatever. You don't get points for that. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine, but don't make yourself into a hero. Yeah. You're not a hero. Teachers are the real heroes. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's a Norm Macdonald bit. It's just a great bit. Anyways. <laughs> why, why, Have you ever why? seen the Norm Macdonald bit on Teachers Are the Real Heroes? Is that the one with the firefighters? Nope. Oh, never mind. Well, he, he mentions firefighters, yeah. yes. I think I've seen it. There's no video, just audio, and they usually have a picture up of him. Like It is wonderful. It is really fun. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, here's the thing. Uh Kids, you're gonna get some for that. Oh one. my goodness! Listen, I love teachers. Teachers are amazing. Heroes. I, lo- I love them so much. I homeschooled my kids. <laughs> okay, we homeschooled some of our kids, and once we got into a good district, then we sent them to public school. We're pro teacher. Don't call yourself heroes. Anyways, uh, if anybody, I don't know anybody who is a hero who calls himself hero, except hero from heroes. Yeah, but that's like a that's an Asian name. That's different. That's totally different. That's so your generation too. That's your son. nobody has thought about that show in fifteen years, and here you are talking about Hito. He was a great character. He was right. Yes, no, he was. He was. Yeah, that, that show went off the rails and get turned to awful. But it was started. No, off that great. you know what you know what destroyed that show that writer strike. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember it was good, and then all of a sudden, like not not yeah. so good. No, because it was good. Writer strike. They're trying to regain. It, it couldn't do it. Mm-mm. And when they tried to regain, they went really overboard. Yeah. That was fun, though. I remember that. I remember yeah. that came out. It was You must amazing. have been like a teenager. No. Really? Yeah. Hmm. 
What year I'm, did that come out? I'm pretty sure like 2000 something. Yeah, you're a teenager. No, I was. We talking about? I was 20 something. You were born in 19 like 90, weren't you? No. <laughs> why, why are you, Joey? We were, what's wrong with you? Who were you born? 82. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're 10 years younger than me. You're 10 years younger. 110, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So, look at Heroes. Uh, I'm looking it up here. 2006. See? First year I was married. Really? Yeah. You know, you're not even sure. This is how embarrassing you are. <laughs> Yeppers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, here's what I was going to say. Second year I was married because Cohen was born in 2006. Our kids. Wait, no. What? Cohen was born. Nobody cares okay, when your mind. kids are born if you don't. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. That's a fair point. <laughs> he was 2011. So abstinence is fine like when it comes to like a thing that is lawful that God allows you to. It's fine. That's your conscience. Do your thing. But I think what is a better example than abstinence, and I think it's a better example, is self-control. Yeah. Self-control is a better example than abstinence every time when it comes to something lawful because self-control, not abstinence, is part of the fruit of the spirit. Mm. Abstinence is not a part of the fruit of the spirit. Self-control is. So you can enjoy something in its appropriate measure without overindulging. That is godliness. So sex outside of marriage, you have to abstain because it is limited to the context of marriage. So you abstain until you are married. Once you're married, time to get it on, right? It's time to get it on. And that's good. You enjoy it in that context. You don't abstain from sex Paul says, unless it's for a short period of time for for specific reasons, mm -hmm. you know, so this idea of abstaining from alcohol is fine if that's what you want to do, but self-control is a better example because that's what they don't see in the world. What they see, especially in American culture, is people drink to get drunk, right? Unless they're wine connoisseurs, unless they are like, you know, bourbon nerds or something mm -hmm. like that. But mm -hmm. in general, you go to college, people drink to get drunk. So like uh, they, what they need to see are examples of people who are self-controlled can receive God's good gifts without abuse. Same goes to tobacco. Why are you laughing, Jimmy? What's because I'm just, I'm realizing right now. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I'm realizing right now. Go ahead, now realize away. That how, how much I watch The Office, oh, that I forget no. how ingrained it is. Okay. That hero from heroes bit yeah. is from The Office. I hate you. <laughs> it's like, don't call me a hero. Hero from heroes is the hero. <laughs> you are the worst. You are... I can't. It You're intolerable. You're intolerable when it comes to the office. It just—it's so ingrained. Lines are just there. You know that. You know that. Um, speaking of TV shows like The Office, which pioneered a completely new yeah, yeah, way yeah, of doing TV, yeah. it's like a faux documentary yep. that they're filming. Yep. That's the whole premise. Yep. The premise is they're filming a documentary on this paper company, which yep. is brilliant. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant, and that comes from England. So they're filming this documentary about these people in this paper company. Well, that translated into Parks and Rec mm -hmm. and other things. There's a new one. Have you seen this? What is it? It's called Welcome to Flatcher. Not seen it. Same thing. It's a televised sitcom, um, like single cam kind of a thing. No laugh track, no audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's even more documentary. Like they'll put up like things on the screen to say like, oh, at this part of the you know the season, this is what they do in this con in this small town called Thatcher. And uh, so they're really going for that kind of a vibe where people are talking to the camera. Is Greg being, Daniels involved? I don't know who that is. I'm out. Uh, but Stifler is in it. Oh, I might be in. I don't in. know who. I don't know who his name is. Yeah, I know. You're but talking I about. like him. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. 
And so, I mean, I don't know what. It's funny is I've never. Uh, here's the truth: I've uh, never seen any of the American Pie movies. What? Never seen one of them. But I know who Those Stifler are movies? is. <laughs> Stop it! That's your generation, I, bro. I, I know you've seen I, that. I know the pie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mm-hmm. love apple pie. Yeah. It's all American. So, um, but yeah, so he's in it, and I tried to watch it. I made it through about oh, three quarters of the first episode. It's not bad. I'm gonna have to check it out. But you should check it out I'm because it's it's it's, it's know, more like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah you might you might yeah. you might like it. So, anyways, go ahead. Sorry, what were we talking about? We're talking about uh, being transparent with our kids. So yeah, I think I think uh, self control is a good model. Yes. So when it comes to your tobacco, I don't think it's a good idea to hide it or to sort of like not talk about it to avoid it. Just let them know. Oh yeah, no, Daddy smokes a pipe, and the reason Daddy smokes a pipe. Is because he's not man enough to handle a cigar, which is fine. Why? And then, well, I'm just oh, you got to explain it, it to him because the kids have to understand. Stop. Real men, okay. Real men smoke cigars, and like little dandies, like like your daddy, oh. we smoke pipes. That's fine. So, um, but just explain to them, like, oh, this is what daddy does to relax. It's tobacco that's put into a pipe. And one of the things that you can do, and I had to do this with my kids because all of my kids are very concerned because all they hear from the liberal mainstream media is that um, smoking is bad and it's going to kill yeah, you. Yeah. And I explained to them, listen, number one, I'm not inhaling this. I'm just puffing on the pipe or puffing on the cigar. It's a little bit different. It's quite a bit different. And this is real good tobacco. This is long filler tobacco. This is not chemically treated like gross tobacco. This is good tobacco. And so... Um, yes, there are uh, there are chemicals, not chemicals, there's drugs in it, like it's nicotine is, a, is, is something that's in it, like caffeine is a drug, nicotine mm-hmm. is a drug. So this is what I smoke. I smoke it in moderation. It's nothing to be too alarmed about, you know. It's not it's not good for you, but you know neither is uh, you know Big Macs. So you know I don't eat Big Macs, uh, you know, every day of the week, but uh, I enjoy some. I enjoy my pipe. They're like just talk to them about it. Let them know yeah. what you're doing and be honest with them. I think that's a better policy in general. And I love that. Like what our kids need to see is that they need to see that uh, self control, like you talk about, right? And I think that's something really, really important for our children to. Uh, to learn at a young yeah, age, yeah. here's, you know, mommy, daddy, whether it becomes alcohol or whether it's uh, smoking uh, a pipe, uh, they're seeing that self-control. But when we're talking about this transparency and being honest, there are, though, limits, though, Joe. There are limits to that I transparency. I don't. There's no limits with my kids. You transparency. Got- I tell my kids every single thing. Everything? everything. They want to know about marital conjugal love. I tell them Joey. everything. What? No, stop. No, I don't. No, I know you no, don't. I don't. I know you don't. No, you got it. No, trust me. Not everything. Not everything needs to be known. No, I and there are parents that go like too far. Like every, they're such an open book. Like oh, we talk about everything. They're not your buddies. Your kids are not your buddies. Yes, they're your kids. They're your kids. It's good to have a a friendly relationship, right? You want to have that, right? Like you want to be able to have the relationship where where there is openness and transparency. But there are things that uh, for a married couple, whether they're like Joe went to the extreme. That's not extreme. You, I you think, think that's extreme? marital love is extreme? Wow, Jimmy. Talking to our kids what? about okay, it? Okay, talking to your kids about it is yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead, you know. But like, you know, uh, uh, maybe there's relational discord. Yeah. That can't be discussed. You don't need to that get into that, that stuff, stuff with the kids. kids. You don't, yeah, they don't need to see that. They don't need to understand that mommy and daddy are, are having a disagreement. Sometimes, yeah, mommy is wrong sometimes. Daddy has to explain to her why she's wrong again. They don't need to know all the are details. Are you looking for a fight with your wife? No, what are you talking about? She doesn't I, I, listen. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen. I just, what I are you talking like, about? I, just, I feel like you're looking for a fight. Listen, I was I was in such a dark mood at the beginning of Sunday, and now I'm in such a bright mood. 
I feel like nothing can stop me. Nothing can stop you. So nothing now, can stop me now. Nothing can stop you now. Is fighting with my wife. Nothing can stop me now. Nope. I win every battle. No more bullies for me. <laughs> if you guys come for dinner tonight, I want you to know. Okay. I am bringing this up. Okay, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, oh, you're uh, texting her telling you we're not going? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I texted her. I was like, hey, are we no. going? She's like, Madeline is at Scarlet's and needs to get picked up. And Killian is not feeling good. He's a fever. Eli's going to be at work. Cat is away. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So it's obviously it's, you guys. It's, yeah. it's a, we can't make it. Yeah. Another excuse. Another excuse. <laughs> Kids everywhere. It's a worst thing. Okay. So what you were saying, though, and I mm. agree with you, is that there are limits to transparency. Yeah. Like, like So there, I think there is a good, a good impulse like hey we're going to share with our kids we're going to be honest we're going to be open but you are raising your kids you got to protect your kids um and you don't want to protect them from reality but there are some things that are just not appropriate for them to deal with at certain ages yeah you know and at certain ages they're going to know like listen my teenage kids no well probably all of them but like definitely my teenage kids can tell like mommy and daddy aren't getting along tonight something's mm-hmm. weird like there's something mm-hmm. off right like, yeah, it's yeah. easier for yep. them to pick it up than it is maybe for a younger kid and, and and listen, it's totally fine to go, yeah, we're, yeah, we're in the middle of a disagreement. Like, you know, yeah. we're having an issue here or whatever. Um, or like, oh, well, you know, daddy's sad because his dad is sick and he's just, it's made him sad tonight. Well, whatever, mm-hmm. you can be mm-hmm. transparent about that. But there are things where you're not going to disclose everything because some things are appropriate and yeah. some things, you know, aren't going to be helpful for them to know. I agree with that. Totally. And I think it's also age appropriate too, right? Like it depends on the age of the the individual, is at what point is like more transparency right. actually necessary? Yeah. Like as I got older, you know, uh, my father opening oh. up more and more. Yeah, I bet. Stop. <laughs> really taught me a lot. <laughs> it taught me a lot. This is how the world works, boy. <laughs> and it, it it helped mold me. It helped, you know, it helped me actually keep my eyes open on what's yeah. going on. It also helped me be a better, you know, husband and father. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what's weird, right? Is that like, sometimes sharing, being transparent and being honest with your kids is the hard thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. It yeah. prepares them for the world. Like, I, I, we, you, hopefully you're not sending your kids out into the world completely ignorant of what the world is really yeah. like yeah. and what's going on or even like how you cope and deal with life and what your struggles are. I, I want my kids to know it's, it's weird, right? Because I'm a pastor. I'm a, I'm a preaching pastor. It's my vocation. And so I've worked really hard to make sure that my kids don't feel the pressure of me being a pastor. I want them to just feel like a normal kid in any church. And I've worked hard at that, really hard at that. I don't, and they've told me, I've talked to them, had long conversations. They said, we've never felt like you've made us, you know, jump through hoops or have Mm. to be extra good. Like we are just able to be who we are. And I think that's really good. But at the same time, like you, you have to be like, transparent enough for them to know here's what's happening in my life or here's what's happening in the world. And here's how we, here's how we deal with these problems and these issues. Um, so like as a pastor, I don't tell my kids or even my wife most of the time, I really, I just don't ever tell my wife if there's an issue at the church, right? If there's, if there's a person, if there's a problem with a, a person, like let's say there's a person who's causing issues. I don't go, that's none of their, they don't need to bear that. Yeah. How's that going to help them? No. But for them to understand like, well, listen, churches are complex places that are made up of sinners like us. And so that we do, this is how we deal with it. I think understanding what the limits are to the transparency are as important as understanding like what you should be sharing. Like, so you need to know, like, this is not appropriate to share, Yeah, but then you need to make every effort to be 
like honest with your kids about who you are and what you do. Mm. And if you're not embarrassed, if you're not ashamed, if you're not violating your conscience, then I don't know why you wouldn't share with your kids that, yeah, daddy likes, daddy likes to smoke a, um, smoke a pipe, you know, like, um, here's, you know what I, I have, uh, <laughs> Killian used to walk around. Maybe it was Eli. It was a while. It was a long time ago. I don't remember which kid it was. Probably mm. Eli. He used to walk around with a little wooden block and puff on it like it was a cigar because <laughs> daddy was always smoking cigars. Mm. And then I took a picture of him holding my cigar one time. Oh. Jen was not pleased. She's no, like, no, no. you do not post that on social media. I'm like, this is the perfect thing to post on social media. My four-year-old holding my lit cigar. No, this is not. With his shirt off. It nope, looks so redneck. Nope, no, no, it's not good. Missing was, teeth. No, no, she was right. She was, was right. she right? Yeah, she I don't was know right. if she was right, but yeah, I wanted to post right. it, but I did. I deferred. I deferred. Yeah. Well done. No, thank you. We'd love to get thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook, slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast over the store, DrDevotion.com. Wait. What? The store, JoFoStore.com. Why, why, why are you so bad at this? You have one job, Jimmy. I know, one okay? job. One job. Just read this thing at the end. I don't even read it. We you know, make up. A, you're not even reading it. You're not, you just say the I same say thing. It. We yeah. make it up as we go along. Fresh and pot the every Monday and Thursday? Yeah, nobody's listening now. Blog posts have been no content. Is this a Thursday episode? What is this? Yeah. This Video is a Thursday over the website. So we've already dumped on John Piper. We've already dropped the banter of truth, mm-hmm. and so here we are giving advice, and you and you've and you've derailed the whole thing. Nobody cares. Nobody. People so are here's just what I'm gonna, gonna do start. right now. Okay, what are you I'm gonna, gonna do? I'm gonna turn you. There you go. You're off. Oh, you can't turn me off. Do not turn me I off. I just did. And you've done what? this three times. We've got that all access exclusive content. Banter of truth on <laughs> Tuesdays, weekday wisdom, Monday through Friday. I am talking to your to kids tonight. All access to register today. Later. Mm-hmm.